Good morning, good day, good evening. This is another good morning, episode. Francisco. Good morning, June. This is another episode of hashtag from coach to coach. Hashtag we talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. Today I have, or we have, June Davis, coach based here also in Singapore, but she has a very nice story to tell us today. Welcome, June. Thank you, Francisco, for having me. Lovely to see you again. Thank you. As, as part of our journey here, and she's part of my uh, circle of coaches in my peer-to-peer. I have a have the privilege to know a bit more of June, but to know, but to know, or today is more of her to tell her story. So June, welcome. Mm-hmm. And what is in your what's in your mind today to tell us? I guess for me, I have been through many journeys to get to where I am. I'm sure that's the same for most people who go down, you know, learning who they are and deciding on a path or a route to go that might take them somewhere else. So I guess it's interesting to reflect back on that Mm -hmm. and, you know, who I am. And actually, as you mentioned, Francisco, we have had the privilege of uh, peer coaching before. So I think a lot of that, first of all, to say you you are a brilliant coach. Um, I know this is about me, but actually through our conversations before in peer coaching, it's brought up a lot of stuff um, in terms of why I'm here and, um, you know, what I hope to do in the future. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, in terms of my story, I guess my background was in psychology and I worked very, very hard from the age of, I don't know, actually, probably around the age of 13. I always thought, yes, that's what I wanted to do. So it was sort of a, one of those long dreams of working with people. And I know they say, don't actually say the term, but helping people. Yeah. Um, we were always told not to use that term of helping people in the applications because it's too cheesy. But I think ultimately a lot of people go into coaching or sort of the profession that we choose to because of that. So, yeah, I think back to when I used to be at school and um, you know, my first job was working in a GP surgery in Hong Kong. Yeah. And um, and anything after that was like, right, must get the the experience necessary to get to this clinical coach, uh, clinical psychology area. And um, you know, it was very much goal driven. Um, you know, you and I also have talked about goal driven, or yeah. you know, just enjoying the journey. We're just having that conversation before the podcast started. And it really made me realize that it has always been goal-driven for me. And I think I've got to the stage where it's not that anymore. And I'm enjoying the journey along the way. Yes. Um, So, yeah, it it really got me thinking about that. But, yeah, first job, GP surgery, and then it was sort of working for the Blind Society, reading, um, reading to people who were visually impaired. And I think about my jobs as always around people, you know, tour guiding, scaring the pants of potential new students going to universities of uh, parents of those students as well, you know, yeah. letting their children loose. <laughs> but it always has been around people. Um, yeah. Where else can I take that? But 
right now, um, you know, part of what I have been working towards, um, you know, talking about the journey is actually really just enjoying this idea of working in teams. And I think in the coaching world, it is something that is coming up um, and, mm-hmm. and it's going to be become more important, this idea of team working in with teams in coaching. So at the moment, I am doing a lot of reading, um, but just really enjoying the journey of learning more information rather than setting out an outcome. Because ironically, you know, teams working for those of us who are coaches, and I imagine the people listening will be mostly coaches, it's a long journey, you know, coaching teams with different dynamics. And that's exciting. And it's not something that I can just aim for as a, you know, a goal in two years time. It's a a growing journey for me as well. So that's exciting for me right now. Yeah. I like what you said about part of things that discovering ourselves, right? In in a moment, who I am. And as well, you said several times about you have been always, in a way, uh, enjoying or having that kind of interaction with around the people, with the people. It's part of you, looks mm. like, yeah, enjoying that. In a way that it's most of the time, we don't realize that we are always connected or interacting within, with, our, with people, right? And... And we don't we don't even know what type of impact, right? Sometimes we are able to 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 do or to to share with others. And that's part of I think that the profession we have here as a professional coach. You said yeah. you want to help people, or you want to be support people, or you want to be with people, and that I think that's an, a way to say it, right? But let me ask this: with all your journey. Or you're rediscovering things where you started off back then in, in, in Hong Kong, reading for people with a certain unpaired uh, vision. And where are you now? What have you been discovering yourself, if you may say in two or three words? Hmm. I would like to say that I am calming around people mm-hmm. um i will elaborate on that later um on that word and um it's not a word but sort of drawing the strength out of people drawing, drawing their drawing their own strength out of people so definitely not a word i broke all those rules <laughs> Um, and loyal, loyal, yeah. And going back to that word calming, um, it's funny because I don't see myself as that in myself, but I have been told over and over and over again, and that's part of the journey for me, right? You know, there's like most people, you, you do your thing and you have your impact and hopefully you have some more impact, but then you always have that self-doubt. So, but I'm trying to embrace that feedback from people. And they say, you know, you've got this calming voice. I was like, goodness, really? I don't think my husband will agree, but go on. Yeah, all right, calming voice. 
And I've been told over and over again, yeah. and I think that is one of the strengths I own that I don't necessarily think about or that I'm not even necessarily aware of. So it's one of those learning journeys for me where I'm trying to embrace what other people tell me mm-hmm. and optimize it to make that impact that we're talking about. So, yeah, calming, Francisco. That's what I'm saying. Now, you say, you're saying that calm or being calm is not, you're not, you're, you're not seeing that. But as I said, sometimes you don't you don't know what you what kind of impact you do with others. Mm-hmm. Right? So there you go. Yeah, I like what you said a well a uh, while ago. You said loyal and drawing their strength on people. Hmm. Yeah. 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 That aspect is. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do as coaches. But I think I've got that sort of personality. Is sometimes quite frustrating for people actually because they will feel defeated as like, well what else can we do you know what else can we think about what have you done before that has sort of had similar situations where you've been exposed to and you come out of it and you're like oh just let me feel rubbish for a while it's like okay right get back to that feeling rubbish and feeling empathetic but then I do think um sometimes I guess there's that optimistic outlook Um, whether it's for myself or for my clients or for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have to pull myself back sometimes because sometimes people are just not at that stage where they want to be optimistic and they have to do that griefing, um, have to go through the stage stages first before they can get optimistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Optimistic outlook. Well, in a way, that's what we try to to open up in our coaching conversation, right? To have different perspective mm-hmm. and hoping that could be an optimistic outlook. Mm-hmm. So going, moving forward, uh, June, as June, as a coach, as a professional coach, where are you heading or where are you now? I'm in a funny place at the moment, Francisco, because I'm trying to, in a way, expand my coverage I guess and actually through that is about self-improvement and I've worked with individuals and I've worked at the moment a lot with um, career coaching um, specifically for people coming into Singapore um, who are not the spouse who has a job Um, you know otherwise some people use the word trailing spouse some people find that very offensive so have to be careful about you know sensitivity to the term but The person who's coming over, who's a spouse, who has not got the recruitment or the job. Um, so working a lot with that. And of course, that comes with a lot of anxiety, what that means, you know, um, in terms of whether they have their own identity coming over here to Singapore um, when they used to have a job or they have chosen to come over and take over the sort of parental role. So a lot of anxiety and uncertainties, but potentially you know, going back to that uh, positive thinking again, it's like, wow, potential of opportunities and what that might mean in a new life. So right now I'm in that space, although I personally would love to go into, as I mentioned before, that team's dynamic. Um, Because for me, my background is kind of a, a mishmash of stuff, which I don't mean to say that in a negative way, because as I have sort of gotten older and wiser, I realize that mishmash is what makes me me. 
you know, had a background in psychology. I did a stint in family therapy, which is, you know, thinking about the systems, right? We, yeah. we think about not an individual, but the system in which they live in or work in. And if you bring that to the work context, um, you know, people work in systems and team systems is a system. And how I want to be able to utilize all that learning that I had before, whether it's therapeutically, uh, whether it's working with families or individuals um, or execs and thinking much wider. And I do believe that teams, you know, with um, Peter Hawkins, Peter Hawkins is writing a lot about it. Um, and it's, it's the next thing, not I'm jumping ship to be involved in the next best thing, but I realized thinking back that that in a way that was what I was heading towards yes. all along. Um, if I think about my background and what they bring, my experience brings. So yeah, that's a, a I know that is a long journey though, Francisco. So um, I'm excited about it uh, because there's plenty of learning to be done. There's a lot of um, self, self-doubt that needs to be overcome as well because it's a scary place to work with, you know, big teams and thinking about more than just an individual that you're working with, but the dynamics within each section so I started that journey by taking a course. Um, it was a short course, but it was great. It yes. met some amazing people. Um, and just even through the short course, it is what I want to pursue. Um, but I'm not kidding myself. It's a long journey and there's plenty of learning to be done. So, yeah, excited about that. So <laughs> team dynamics. Sounds very exciting, as you said. So what are could be your added value in what you have in the past, what you experienced in the past, and what are you able to bring in a very optimistic outlook for this Hmm. team dynamic? Yeah. So I guess if someone was to look at me, they'll say, okay, well, what has June got to bring? Is that ability to be personable? Um, hopefully the training um, sort of therapeutic training and building rapport people that comes more naturally to me than it would have done if I hadn't had that experience but it's also about you know uh, you know I've got my master's it's only you know initials really but I've got my master's in occupational psychology so really that adds if I'm to think about it rather than taking sort of just looking at the masters itself, but in terms of what I did after that, it's really about understanding the companies um, and the individuals who work in it. So once again, it's systems without really thinking too deeply about it and how that system might work. And, you know, we used to do survey research, but it's also about those voices that aren't easily heard, right? That's a lot about systems working, um, teams dynamic. So the voices who are not which are not easily heard because they might not want to be heard or they feel intimidated about being heard. Um, but how can we bring those out, for example? So got that. But also that idea of working with families, it, it was something that I really enjoyed, working with families, because that actually is where you make significant difference. You're not working with a child, you know, back in the days when I was working with children in the mental health setting, you're not just you know, putting the naughty child aside and saying, well, what's wrong with you? Why are you misbehaving? But you're looking at the system and how each part of the system is related to the Mm -hmm. other. 
So if you can make one change to the child that somehow links back to the family, whether it's the parents or grandparents or whether it's social services, if social services involved, you know, that is where the impact happens when you can make the connection. You know, Peter Hawkins talks a lot about the in, in working in between the relationship. Yeah. So that bit is exciting. Um, and in terms of what I can bring, it's a lot of that knowledge. Um, you know, as I'm speaking, I haven't really thought too much about it, Francisco, to be honest. It's a new part of my life for me that I'm looking forward to. But this is exciting as we're speaking about it. It, it is all in, interconnected in terms of why I might want to do it. it it is about making that impact, not just one person, but like a team at a time. So it's much greater the impact if we're talking about impact, which we've, you know, we've referred to a few times. Um, so, yeah, it's about having that knowledge to be able to have that impact. And yeah, nothing that I've done is going to be too little um, to contribute towards that. So all good, all good learning. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's all interconnected, right? And then, as you said in the beginning, and you're quite in the realistic dis the discovery of who is June in the process. Hmm. And eventually, as you grow, as we learn, as we make progress in our profession, right? You see trends of things that maybe you would adventure to figure out if there's something for me in that specific area. So, and I think that's where you are, right? That's you're trying to, you know, uh, uh, discover new things in which you feel, as you said, excited and gives you some kind of excitement. Mm -hmm. forward, yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned that word trend because that is, at the moment, it's trendy, as you say. Um, it's something that is up and coming. The, you know, executive coaching has done really well over the last year, years. Um, and yeah. it does seem like a trend. But in terms of the question of you, what you said, you know, what do you bring to it? And it's amazing that somehow it seems to fit. Of course, there's nothing that's going to come easy. I still have to work hard at it um, and continue my professional development and myself. But, you know, it's not seen as daunting. And it, it is a mind shift. Going back to your original question of, you know, who you are and what brings you here and, um, you know, who is June? June is a mishmash of stuff, right? <laughs> mishmash of stuff, so many things. Um, but the mishmash makes sense. And I think as I get older, I realise that more. Whereas before, and I've, I'm much more mindful of it now that I have children. You know, my, my son's just actually turned 10 today. He's uh, entered double digits. That's very scary. I've had the privilege to be a mum for the last 10 years for him. And I also have a five-year-old. But yeah, it's about thinking things maybe don't happen for no reason. You know, at the time it might feel like, where am I going? And somehow things come together. And it's that belief of not just aiming for that end goal, because I realise that maybe the way, I've, not necessarily even the way I've been brought up, but somehow the mind frame that I've developed is, you know, you work hard and you get to somewhere. And yes. of course, the goalposts will always change. I mean, there's plenty of research out there on um, happiness, you know, and how we strive for that idea of being happy. And when the goalpost is always changing, research shows that you're never happy, truly. So I love the idea of actually enjoying the journey. And 
course, that, you know, that brings in the mindfulness aspect of things, right? Um, that, you know, if you're talking about trend, that is certainly a trend. Everyone's doing mindfulness and, you know, meditation. But there is something to be said about actually not just focusing on I want to get from A to B. And actually, there's a mishmash of all the things that's happening. And I, I bring this up um, about my children because I would love to, you know, involve that sort of thinking from a very early age in them. Yeah. So, you know, for us who are parents, we have to be really mindful about how we might have been brought up or how we might have programmed ourselves to think and not just dump all that onto our children. So my 10-year-old is very sensitive. He's a boy, but he's amazingly sensitive in terms of what I say. And I can catch glimpses of myself and in him. It's like, whoa, 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 dial back there. You know, just enjoy, you know, he's there skateboarding, looking down this ramp, and he's doing a brilliant job. But he'll stand there staring at it for ages and, you know, worrying. It's like, okay, let him worry because that's part of his journey. Or I could be one of those mums who stand there and say, just go! We've waited for 15 minutes. Just get down that ramp. <laughs> he needs to go through that journey of looking down and assessing which path he's going to go. And I just have to be patient when I am able to be with him at that skate park Correct. to wait for him yeah. for those 15, 20 minutes that he decides to take the plunge, so to speak. And instead, in that moment, as he maybe say, he's enjoying the moment. He's enjoying the journey. So he starts off of that, the process, right? So good. So I, I like what you said about uh, that June is a mismatch. I think everybody, there's a moment that there's a lot of mismatch in our things. But later on, uh, we have this kind of self-improvement, self-discovery, self-development that we realize that something that you know, pops up in my mind, in our head, from our mind, what we have to do. But I think it's, it's part of how we as an individual will, will see how can we make it better, right? And I think what you said, uh, the moment there's no much clear goal, but I think the goal at this moment is your self-improvement and self-development. That is what yeah. I got, June, today. Anything else you would like to add before we close our session? No, just keep up the good work. And um, I look forward to hearing more of your podcasts. Plenty of connection and networking and um, certainly thinking to do. Well, thank you, June. Thank you, June, for, for this what you said at the beginning, who I am. Lots of yeah. things to share. Thank you, June. Thanks, Francisco. Thank you. Well, dear listeners, my audience, good morning, good day, good evening. This was another episode of Hashtag from Coach to Coach, Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. Until next time, thank you.